Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room for a special Saturday edition. Today we're talking about the MLB's return to play plan, how the NBA is going to get back. Uh, they finalized everything here with uh, the schedule, things like that. Um, Poirier versus Hooker tomorrow on UFC, and then a big card on uh, UFC 251 coming up July 11th. So we'll kind of get into our expectations for all this and the fact that we finally seem to have some sports on the horizon. Chad, you ready to get this thing going, man? Ready to go, man. Glad to be back. Uh, feels like it's been a while, man. Life's been a little yeah, bit crazy. So. Yeah, I mean, we were supposed to record Thursday, but you might have had corona. I had to get tested for corona. Was it just corona? Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're good there. Uh, I don't have herpes. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah, man, I had to fucking, I was around somebody that uh, po- has it positively, but turns out I guess they contracted it the day after, but I had to go get my fucking shit swabbed. You wasn't one of the big cases, man. That's, you know, that's good. Yeah, so I'm cleared to travel and I'm getting the fuck out of Ohio. Yes, vacation is on the horizon. We are actually leaving tomorrow. That's why we hopped in here today. Um, I'm going to tan my stretch marks. <laughs> man, let's get started here. Let's uh, Let's start with the... The 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 Major League Baseball is back, man. We don't talk about baseball we, a lot. We, so we don't, fun. you know. And what I think this is going to do is the people that don't watch baseball, I think they're going to be more heavily heavily involved in this. Oh yeah, because of the way that the MLB is has done here. Um, it, well, and it's just sports. They're going to be the first it, one to right, have a live game, right? Yeah. It's sports. Um, so this is going to be a sixty game season. That's so cool to me. I think it's amazing. You know, from a person that isn't a big, huge baseball fan, um, you know, I am a, if I'm a baseball fan, I'm an Indians, but I, but I like the Reds as well. I don't, you know, I used to be the, the Reds guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, go a bunch of the games. I just kind of went Cleveland, everything there, whatever. Like I said, I'm not huge into it, but man, I am really, really looking forward to this season. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I mean, my biggest thing with baseball is it's hard for me to sit down and watch a game on TV. Yeah. Unless it's like, you know, deep in the postseason. Now, though, because it's like, okay, the Reds lost opening day. Like, they only have 161 more chances. You know, right, like, right. But now 60 games, I feel like every game is going to matter. Every and, game. This is going to be like a long-ass playoff. Yeah, and and our buddy Randy Pollan says that every game does matter in a regular season, and, and he could be, it could be right. But for me – Watching this is I, like I'm gonna want to watch the Reds a lot. Now. This well, this is gonna be intense, man. Yeah. I mean, because you know the biggest data fact that came out about this was last year's World Series champions, the Washington Nationals, sixty games into the season last year, they wouldn't would, they wouldn't yeah. even made the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. So it's just gonna show you how intense this is gonna be. Um, you know, so kind of looking at the schedule. You know the 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 Reds are in the NL Central. Yep. They are going to play twenty games against the AL Central. You know that's the Cleveland Indians, the White Sox, and um, you know Detroit Tigers and, and teams like that. Um, but the other forty games are going to be all in division. Yeah, against the NL Central, which is just rivalry games out the ass. Cardinals, You're going to get forty of them exactly. Yeah. You know the uh, the Brewers. Pirates, the Brewers, like. 
So that's going to be nice, man. There were some like, big fights against the Pirates last year. I'm ready. For well, those. they ain't and, got Puig no more. So <laughs> well, it was it was a pitcher. I can't. Amir Garrett was ready to bang too, and I I love Puig for that because, like I said, I wasn't a big baseball fan, but anybody that's down to fight Pittsburgh, I'm fucking with them. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, you know, this is going to be interesting, man. And uh, the, the extra innings that, is, yeah, the is extra going to be cool is, as fuck, Yeah, too. so they go into extra innings, they're going to put a runner on second. Which, to me, it's like it's kind of easy because you just bun him to third. Bun him to third, sacrifice, sack sacrifice, fly. fly. So, you know, and, and like you said, we're not huge baseball guys, so we, you know, but we do need to touch on it more. You know, I'll say that. That's, that, um, that is true. You know, but there was a, a lot of people saying, you know, it sounds easier than than it really is. You know, it's oh, hard yeah. to get a successful bunt down. Yeah, absolutely. You know, especially against some of the arms that are in the infield in the major, you know, MLB. Yeah, it sounds easy to us right. in theory, but right. we're not the ones that have to execute it. Yeah, so it's major league pitching. You know, and I, is now is that going to be is the bottom of the inning and the top of the inning so both teams are going to get that uh leverage there? Or? I think so. Um that would only make sense, right? I mean, I mean it would, it unless would be, they're giving an advantage to a home. I don't know, and I and I don't want to. I don't think that they would give that kind of advantage. I, yeah, away. I mean that's a huge advantage. Yeah, that's a big. I mean, one, you're I talking think. a whole run there. And, I think which it, in baseball is is huge. Huge. I think that would probably be the same for the top and the bottom of the inning. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I just think this, uh, you know, this 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 little season of baseball is going to be good for for the viewers like you and I that. Really like watch it. We're we're big football fans. We yeah. talk about football all the time. You only get seventeen weeks of football. Yeah, exactly. You know? So and every game is intense, and every game means something. And I think this season, this is what you're going to get out It'll of baseball. It'll have that feeling. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, I like to go to a game in person. You know, I like to go down to a Reds game. I don't know if I'll be able to this year, but but yeah, man. I think like I think I'm going to be like into the Reds this season. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to watch a lot of Reds games. I'm going to try and catch as many Indians games as. I can. I just. I'm really going to watch some baseball this year. I'm excited for this. Yeah, that's that's going to be bad. What do you think? Well, what's your expectations though, man? Like, you know, and we we never want to come in here and, and get political, you know. But do you think we're gonna? Are we going to get the full season? Are we? I mean, what happens when? Let's just say Joey Votto gets this and spreads it. You know, does he spread it as 14 days? You know, he's got to sit out or. You know, which they're going to be hev- heavily testing these players, but I just wonder. You know, so say Vado gets it for fourteen days. Well, he's gone fourteen of them, sixty. Yeah. Ga- you know, not games, but however many they play in the, that fourteen day span. I you think know, so. It's that's going to be weird. Same with the NBA. Same with the NFL when they come back. Well, until there's a, a a vaccine or a cure. You know, the difference I think in the MLB than like the NBA is like even a Joey Votto isn't like a devastating loss for a baseball team. So let's say he gets the virus. He's the only one that has it. He didn't spread it to anybody. I mean, I got my test results yesterday in like three hours. So they're going to have better testing than the Walgreens I was at. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I, I, I guess if Votto were to get it and didn't spread it, he would just quarantine for 14 days. They would keep it going. But that's different than – if the Lakers are going into the finals and then LeBron, LeBron gets, gets it. it the night before game but one. But what if Votto gets it, spreads it to five teammates, and they're all in the same – I'm You know guessing. what I'm saying? I mean, you almost got to – and I think they are going to – I know the NBA is extending the rosters. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know what I mean? They you got to have – but, man, in a 60-game baseball season, that could be devastating, man. It could, but I think – for one, the money that's involved, or like, fuck it, we got to push. You know, on. and I and this goes for every sport, you know. And I know everybody's got a different view of this, but we have to stop worrying about the positive tests. I believe, you know, so many 
good, healthy, young people, you know, like the baseball players, um, you know, are, are going to get this virus and be asymptomatic. And, you know, obviously they can transmit that to people. But, you know, we almost got to stop living off of fear of these positive tests, you know? Well, and I've been glad to see the NBA because I've, I've got my tweet notifications on for Woj and, you know, the big NBA reporters. And I see this player here has tested positive. This player here has tested positive. But it's not like, oh, shit, we're stopping the restart. It's like this dude's going to fucking lock right. down for a week or two or however long he's got left, and then he can join the team in Orlando. Yeah, so, I mean, and that's – Props I mean, to them you for know, just two, pushing through Two negative through it. tests, you know, and you're back in it. And that, and that would be – and I feel like that's what it has to be. We cannot – stop our lives because of this because we know it's out there you know these big organizations such as the nba the nfl the and the mlb they know it's out there so we've got to just continue and you know what i mean if somebody gets a positive test we just got to just keep going forward you know we just can't stop well and i think that if lebron james were to come down with the coronavirus yeah and was asymptomatic nobody would know <laughs> oh dude that would be i'm serious you you might see that in a doc a, a, a document that was a documentary. Yeah, documentary. Yeah, and, yeah. Twenty and years from twenty now. years. Yeah, you might see that there. Um, I'm telling you, dude. If nah, LeBron James no. gets the virus the day before Game One of the Finals, you'll they, never hear it. No, his fucking kids won't know. Listen, LeBron is the reason the NBA is even restarting. I think it's a big part of it. Le, no, it's LeBron. Listen, this is this guy is the face of your franchise. Not only in, in face the of the U- league. Right, I'm sorry, face, face of the <laughs> face of basketball yeah. right now. I mean. It is what it is, you know, not even just here in, in America, you know, all over the country. They know LeBron James as the basketball player. So um, LeBron's getting older. You He's know. only got a couple more swings He's left. Right. So and they know the Lakers have a really good chance at winning a championship, you know. So I think LeBron is the driving force behind this. Like when kind of Kyrie set, stepped up and said the things he did, you know, I just think that was Kyrie even going to play. Or is he still hurt? I don't think think so, man. And that's something we definitely won't get into, why Kyrie didn't want it. You know, there's so many different things about that. But, um, yeah, but they know LeBron James has a chance to win a championship. Kobe died. I mean, it's just set up for the Lakers. I mean, you got this shitty-ass 2020, the coronavirus killing the season. You got Kobe's death. I mean, you just got so much going for if the Lakers win the championship. You know, and they're going to need the Lakers to do good. Just, I mean, basketball is going to be watched, but the Lakers in the championship from a rating standpoint is going to be crazy. Well, and I don't think people are talking, does this championship has an, have an asterisk next to it? I don't think it does. Absolutely not. I mean, and not just for the Lakers. I, you know, I'm a Lakers fan, but not just because of the Lakers, but any team. You just shut down. It's going to be over four months. By the time they start playing games yeah. again, it's going to be over four months that they've been shut down. So if you if you end up winning the championship, that's probably because your players stayed focused, didn't get lazy, worked their asses off in lockdown in their home gyms or, or wherever. Didn't catch the virus. The Lakers have been having like <laughs> private workouts, I guess. It's come out. Like yeah. Rumors. <laughs> whatever. So, I, I, I'm on that side with whatever. And I so I don't think that any team that wins the championship has an asterisk unless let's say it's Lakers Bucks in the finals and the night before LeBron gets it and it does come out and he has to sit out. Then the Bucks get an asterisk for it. Or Giannis. Well yeah, it could, it could yeah. go the other way. Or you know, Kawhi if or Giannis any or the big Ka- players. Yeah, if you know, like if you're playing the Lakers and Jared Dudley gets it. Right. 
people aren't going to be like, oh, well, you beat him without Jared Dudley. Right, right, like, right. No right. disrespect to Jared du- Derek right. Dudley. Right, yeah. But so that's the only way I see, like, this champion having an asterisk. If, if, if they're playing teams at full strength and rosters at full strength, if anything, I think it's a bigger deal than a normal championship because they're going to play a seven-game yeah. series. I know there's no home court advantage, but, I mean, these motherfuckers locked down for four months. Right. And – came back at a championship level to play against the best teams in the league. There's 22 of them coming, you know? Right. And, and we kind of jumped to the NBA there, which yeah, is kind of easy for us to do. But We just do that. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, the NBA's kind of uh, – they've just been out ahead of things just from the, the virus standpoint. Just they've – they've the, if anyone's going to make it through the season, it's going to be the NBA just because of how – the precautions that these guys have taken. I mean, and they, they're going to they Orlando. They have a plan for everything. They're going to Orlando, and there's going to be like they said, law enforcement. Like, yeah, don't leave the fucking bubble. Yeah, and that sounds crazy. That sounds like martial law and lockdown. But like, these are NBA players making millions of dollars right. that are volunteering to go to this to play basketball. Right. You know, and you know, just kind of wanted to touch on the schedule there. We, me, and you kind of talked a little bit last night. We're getting fucked, dude. The Lakers are getting fucked. Well. Uh, they they start out very first game Lakers and Clippers, and I think that's purposely for entertainment purpose. Entertainment Ratings. purpose. Oh yeah, that's, that's going to be great. It, but come on, man! Like we can't get a rust game or two. Like let us play the <laughs> fucking Jazz or something. <laughs> well, you got to think though. The teams that they brought out all have a chance to make the playoffs. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, so that kind of now are they playing on the same court? Do you know, or is there two courts? Do we know, or um, is there? I think I saw that there are going to be four courts. Okay. Two of them are going to be reserved for national TV games. Now, I'm hoping my NBA League Pass gets me access to all this shit, right? Because I pay it should. for it. It should, or it's going to be free. I'm going to be watching this shit. At, like, there's going to be, like, day games. I'll be watching it at work. It's going right. to be fucking cool. Yeah. So, um, what do you what do you think, man? Is Me and you have talked about this, and I don't know if we've said it on here before, but we think that the way things are, no fans, you know, you're in a gym with nobody yelling and screaming – we think the team that advantage, that gets the biggest advantage in this is the Clippers, correct? Yeah, because if they ran into the Lakers wherever in the playoffs in a normal world or the Western Conference Finals, that's going to be all Laker home games. Right. They share an arena, but, dude, the Clippers could be undefeated and the Lakers could suck, and it's still a Lakers town. That's just how L.A. is. Yeah. Um. So the Clippers don't have to deal with that now because they no. would have they would have played – Seven road games in a right. series against the Lakers. Yeah, and I I think that that's the going to be the biggest advantage. Now, will they still beat the Lakers? I don't know. I think it's going to be a hell of a series. That's going to be fun, you know. But I think that um, not having the 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 Lakers fans in your ears because that's that's what that city is. You oh know? yeah, it's the Lakers. It's a Lakers you know? town. The Rams or the Clippers or you can still get Clippers tickets when they're good for like forty bucks. All right. So yeah. So I, I believe that. The Clippers, you know, get the biggest advantage coming off of this through any team, and I just think that every team's the same. But the Lake, but the Clippers not having to face the fans is going to be the biggest advantage. Yeah, and you know, the, you got the Lakers like Avery Bradley's not joining the Lakers. So As du- is, yeah, Avery Bradley's out. I don't um, know about Dwight. I haven't I haven't seen definitively. Who's the yes other player no that Dwight. opted out? Oh well, Willie Collinstein from uh, Sacramento. Uh, yeah, does yeah, he still he, play for Sacramento? That dude gets traded a lot. He uh, yeah he. Uh, he said he's not going to go. Him and his wife are expecting a baby in July, so he, they didn't want to. I guess know. that makes sense. You want to be locked in a bubble while your kids being born to play for the Kings? Well, yeah, and you know with the virus and all that, you know, yeah, what, you, you know, and opted out, and, and you know that's his decision. If he wants to make it, then you know he does. Yeah, you play for the Kings, dude. You're not going to win anyway. <laughs> so I know you're more excited about the Lakers season, but you know, kind of 
transitioning back here to the MLB, man, I'm I'm super excited for that. I think that's going to be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're uncut, so we're going to bounce around a little bit. You guys got to just follow us. But fuck yeah, dude. Baseball. Yeah. I'm in now. Like I, I want. See, my biggest thing, you know, and I was thinking about it last night when we decided we were going to do a podcast today. I, I wonder. Listen, these are going to start. These games are going to start. My biggest fear is getting quarter of the way, halfway through. This shit gets crazy, and we got to put another halt to it. See, I don't think it will because when the, when the NBA shut down the season at like 8 o'clock on a Tuesday or whenever the fuck it was, we were like, holy shit, this is crazy. But they didn't know anything about right. this virus. They didn't know how it spread. I mean, Rudy Gobert was like touching all the mics, making a joke right, about right. it, and then ends up he has it. And so I – I didn't like it, but I think the NBA made the right call yeah. at the time. At the time, for sure. Because we didn't know anything. Now they know enough to where it's like, eh, all right, you know, you tested positive. I mean, go you home got for the UFC weeks. going in and two fighters getting in the cage, beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. You know, but UFC is doing testing to an extent that is just crazy. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. day. I mean, Constantly. Dana White's like a sports god right now, in my opinion. He's just, he's every, I mean, I, Dana White's just a god to me right oh, now. Oh, he's got a huge dick. <laughs> you know, so, no, and he's testing, he's testing everyone around there every Constantly. day. Yeah. Every day they I mean, get a test. The staff, everybody. Yeah. And, you know, with the, with, the information they have, like you go into Walgreens, it took two hours. So yeah, you know if you can, find I know out they're gonna have quick, better testing right. than fucking Walgreens. Hell yeah, you know they're probably gonna tell you instantly. You know, and then one fighter did get the virus there, and uh, you know they sent him home. You know he couldn't fight, so and they just kept going. Maybe it's a little easier because it's just the one fighter. You know, but what yeah. happens if a big fighter were to get it or something like that? It, you know, is what and the, worries and me. And the players that are that are doing this shit in these major sports leagues, like the NBA's bubble, or the, you know if the MLB does a bubble situation, it's not like they're just sitting in a room waiting for the game. They're gonna have, like the NBA's gonna have like fucking two K lounges and fucking oh, all dude, kinds they're of shit well going taken on. Care. Like they're they're gonna be eating fucking lobster and steak every night. They're just gonna be on a giant vacation with some basketball. Yeah, and their families are allowed there. I mean. I, I don't think that they're not gonna listen. They're not gonna stick to the 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 rules though, dude. They're they're not gonna not be around each other. It's just it's not gonna happen. It's just probably it's, not. You know, it's the way things are now. You know, you want to get out and you want to socialize with people, and it's just. I want to socialize with like four people though. <laughs> yeah, well, some people like to get together, <laughs> go out to dinner, which they're saying they're gonna bring dinner to their room and all this shit. So I mean, they'll break that. The the NBA has the rules in place to to be successful. I mean they really do. The NBA is a, is far ahead of every league and which bothers me a little about the NFL because they've had so much time. Yeah. Um you know, but you know, I, just, I, I feel like the NBA is just just way out there in front of these other other leagues. I just think that we have too much information now. They know too much about it now for a positive test here and there to shut anything down. And I also, to be completely honest with you, what rules this entire world that we live in is the almighty dollar. You got that right. And I don't think that they're willing to lose that money. I think they'll find a way to keep, keep chugging along unless, unless like LeBron gets it. But I'm telling you, dude, if LeBron gets it, we'll never know. No, no, it, ever. If he's, unless if he he's gets a, it early, if he's asymptomatic, like which he's going to be. Doesn't show any symptoms, which he probably will be based on what we know. 
the NBA will never tell you until his documentary 20 years ago. But, you know, with that being said, if LeBron were to get it early, it's okay. We're just talking about if LeBron were to get it and come to playoffs. If LeBron can get it right now, and they'd be like two weeks, whatever. But, I'm t- yeah, dude, they get deep in the playoffs. The NBA doesn't want anybody to know that because they're not going to want the playoffs without LeBron. Right. You know, and... You know, and that's the thing, though. You know, what if, like, say a player like Kawhi or fucking Giannis gets it in the playoffs? It might be like LeBron be like, no, 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 fuck that. I ain't playing him. He can't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that could be tricky. LeBron knows every step made in the NBA, man. Oh, every, yeah, every abso- absolutely. Dude, he LeBron's, knows the trades before they're going to – I mean, he's probably in with Adam Silver. Like, it's – Yeah, LeBron and Rich Paul have a hand in how the NBA is run. Dude, like, when the Lakers got Tyson Chandler LeBron's first year – he called the Suns GM and was like, yo, you need to cut this dude. <laughs> and he did it. Right. Like, what? <laughs> right. right, so I can get him. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? So, yeah, so yeah. I mean, so um, we, we got more information now. Like we said, it's going to be 60 games for the MLB, um, 40 in your division. Um, the other 20 for the Reds and for the Indians are NL and AL Central games. Um, we're super excited about that. I mean, that's that's going to be fun. And then for the NBA, um, what is it? Is it six like regular season games? Eight, eight regular season games. Eight regular season games, and then if you're within four games of the eighth seed, you go into a tournament, like a play-in tournament, like a play-in but, tournament to see who gets that eighth seed. But like, if you have the eighth seed now and you've got a four-game lead, and you're able to play those eight games and maintain that four-game lead, you just get the eighth seed. Right. But if you drop too many games and now you only have a three-game lead, it's a play-in. You you're double. You have to lose twice though. Okay. You'll have to play in the play-in tournament, but if you if you are the current eighth seed, you will have to lose twice. If you're a team on the outside looking in, it's single elimination. Okay. Yeah. So and. Like you said, the Lakers schedule is tough. I mean, they start out with the for an eight game for an eight game schedule. But it is a little how many bit tough. how many games ahead are the Lakers in the in the standings right now? Um, I mean, they got to be. I think when we left, I think it was close to four or five games, wasn't it? I think so. Um, I mean, I know the Bucks are the the number one overall. Um, you know, which doesn't mean shit now at this point. At this point, it kind of doesn't really. So the Lakers. Are five and a half games ahead of the Clippers. So eight games. I mean, yeah, you would, no play you would have to assume you would that, assume the Lakers are going to get the one seed. But I mean, their fucking games are like low key kind of tough. I know it's only eight games, but you, you got the Clippers on the thirtieth, um, which is when everything starts back for the NBA. July thirtieth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the on August first, uh, they play the Raptors, who have had a had a big good, season. Good that, season. Then that's the one Jazz. of the teams that I fear. You know. Didn't want to stop, just young and you know, just yeah. a good group. So, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff on there that you got to deal right. with. A whole lot of shit. I mean, it's just a long list of shit. <laughs> but, I mean, it is only an eight game season, so you know, it's it's not going to hurt the Lakers' playoff seating, I don't think. And maybe it'll be good because they're going to play some pretty good competition to to get themselves back rolling. I just wish I could have had a Russ game or two before we got to play the Clippers because to the Lakers, you, you you you're scared of the Clippers a little bit. Don't lie. I'm not scared of you're the a Clippers. You're scared of them. But let's let's look at the reality of it. The Lakers are one and two against them in the regular season. I think. So I mean, you're a little scared of them. You got to be like they should be like they should be afraid of the they're, Lakers. Oh, they're, they're the big yeah. They're they're my biggest threat in the West. But for Lakers fans, and like we had said this in here before, like 
that game always means something. A lot of regular season games don't mean anything. Right. So that's going to be like my barometer for, okay, how are we going to look going into this new playoff? My barometer is going to be playing the Clippers. I would like to have a chance to play like the fucking Kings or something real quick first and just knock some of the rust off. Right, yeah. But fuck it, we're just going to jump right into it, I guess. <laughs> um, So let's transition over here to the UFC a little bit. Um, You had a hiccup there at the beginning. Um, Actually, the fight is tonight. When we talked about it, the fight would be tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I was reading a text message. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, the fight so, is tonight. I'm sorry. So uh, Dustin Poirier and Dan Hooker. Uh, dude, this is and this is a free fight going to be on ESPN. Um, this is going to be a brawl, dude. Uh, I mean, this is going to be like, I don't know if we're going to get on some Call of Duty tonight or whatnot. Probably not because we, you know, we've got to leave out and pack and shit. But I'm going to make it. I'm going to make sure that I, I watch this fight. Like th this is going to be a fun fucking fight, dude. These dudes are going to brawl. Um, just going to be one of those ones, you know, like you and I've talked. Heavy like hitters. we like to watch heavy hitters and, um, you know, but they're good on the ground as well. Um. Also, uh, Mickey Gow, he was the guy that beat up on CM Punk. Um, <laughs> CM Punk. When he beat up on CM Punk. He's going to be uh, uh, versus Mike Perry tonight. That's that's the co-main event. Uh, another really good fight. So I'll be tuned in, tuned in tonight, um, definitely watching some fights. Um, but when we get back, man, July 11th, just a fucking huge, like I said, Dana White, the god of, Three title of sports, fights? man. Um Topped off by Usman versus Gilbert Burns. I mean, this fight's a little. This is one that we'll hit on because this should be Usman versus Masvidal. Um, there's some things going on in the in the UFC with some of the top fighters, such as Masvidal, such as John Jones, who's not getting the money they want. You know, they're not getting Conor McGregor money, right. and they want Conor and Nate Diaz money. Like the two fighters getting the money are. Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz because of the following that they have. People love them. And, and they're their, so fucking Their pay-per-views are fucking huge. I mean, they sell out arenas, you know, just just off name. You know, so Masvidal fought Nate and got this big check. Don't get me wrong, he beat Nate, but over uh, of a cut going into yeah, the fourth round, that, we wonder where Nate what starts to get right. going. Nate, Nate, Nate just starts getting that I'm not over that body. yet. That I, I'm not neither. That's, Nate gets going fourth and fifth round. Yeah, yeah. He Don't get me wrong. Up. Masvidal dominated the first three rounds. He did. You could see him at the end of the third gasp for a little bit of air, his his eyes starting to get a little fat. And Nate was good. And, and you just know that's when Diaz kicks in. I mean, that's that's just that's just how, just he, how fights. he Nate has said several times, you 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 prepare differently for a five round fight than you do a three round fight. Absolutely. You know, and when you watched him fight um uh uh fuck. Um what's the one dude's name over when we were at my house? Uh fuck. Oh yeah, when it was your birthday party. Yeah. Oh, uh, Anthony Pettis. Yeah. It was so when Pettis. he fought when he fought Pettis, um, you see it was a three round fight, dude, and he just went at it. Yeah, you know, he just, just from the gate. From from the gate, all three rounds, push, push, push. You know, but that's not if you see him watch fight a guy like Conor McGregor, he don't he don't do nothing his first couple rounds. No, no, you he's, know he's letting them get gas, right. kind of seeing how they're approaching it, what they're gonna do, and then he takes off. And that cut was nasty, but god damn, man, like he he's like I'm good, like I don't know, right? I feel like he should be able to. For, well, that well they've came out and said in Las Vegas that fight wouldn't have been stopped. Yeah, yeah, they just happened to be sucks. fighting in New York. That's what sucks about. And that's it, the too. thing, Nate Diaz sold out New York, yeah, Madison Square Garden, yeah, like the mecca. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, so kind of back to the Masvidal not fighting Usman, you're not going to get them that money until something changes 
if unless you're fighting one of those guys. You're just the money's not there unless you're fighting one of those guys because those guys sell. Yeah, you know, they, if if you want more money, talk better shit. You you're right, you know, and <laughs> Connor and Nate talk shit. That's but why everybody don't, loves But him. don't get me wrong, man. Fucking Gilbert Burns is a brawler. He's oh, the yeah. one that just uh, um, fought fucking the the old champion. What the fuck? God damn, I keep forgetting these. It's guys early, guys. It's like eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock in the morning. morning. Uh, but he just had a fight. Whoop whoop dude's ass. And 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 so he, you know, he's deserving of 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 the of fight. A shot. Yeah, for sure. Um. Don't bitch about the money. I, I just you got to sell yourself better. You got to sell your brand better. I guess. Well, I just think that that you know that style that Connor and Nate have, where they just talk shit and and, and oh yeah, the, the fighter that Gilbert Burns fight was Tyron Woodley. Um, sorry, like you said, it's early. Um, you know, so Burns is deserves the shot. You know, just as much as as Masvidal. If Masvidal and Dana White says you don't have to fight. I'll offer you. A fight, but if you don't want to fight, you don't have to fight. It's completely right. different. You're not forced to fight in the UFC. Oh, you know? yeah. So Masvidal's looking for more fight, but Masvidal almost needs a couple more fights under his belt. So don't I say that when he's got one of the he's got one of the best records, some of the biggest fights in UFC yeah. history. But when he starts taking off, you know, you beat Nate and you knocked out, uh, you you knocked out what's his face and in the shortest UFC victory ever. You know what ever. I mean? So. Um, yeah, dude, but that, that card is fucking stacked. Um, Usman and Burns, you're going to have a uh, Max Holiday and, uh, this guy's name's crazy. Volkanovsky, uh, rematch. Volkanovsky actually took Max Holiday's titles. So that's on there. Uh, Peter Yan and Jose Otto is going to be fucking amazing. Even though I think Peter Yan is just out of everyone's league right now. So that is, uh, that is July 11th. So when we get back, you know, what, we'll, you know, I'm sure we'll have plans with Austin and, the rest of the crew to get together and watch that fight. So, going to be a fun time. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. The UFC's just continued to give just a, one of the greatest products. Yeah, the, you know, they've Dana White, gotten so. us through this shit. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sports wise, yeah. And I, I want to knock on wood because I feel like sports are coming back. Yeah, and that's just beautiful in itself. And yeah, I hope there's no stop to you know play and and shit like that as big of a lakers fan as i am and as much as i want to see that dude i i just know like i was talking to my cousin the other night i like i don't i can't live without football though like right they've got to make that happen like i gotta have my yeah man like i know losing the nba would suck you know i'd be like damn like that really really sucks but like i don't like i don't know how i would function as a person in football let me ask you this though let me ask you this in the NBA, you know, you can lose a player, you know, unless it's a big player. In the uh, MLB, you can lose a player and plug and play pretty much in the MLB. They do, you know, they yeah, do. Yeah, to, to a certain Guys extent, get a lot yeah. of rest over there because of all the games anyway. What happens? Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, one of these guys get it. Yeah. And you got a 14 day quarantine and say they get it on a Sunday. They're going to miss two games. Mm-hmm. And that could be possibly three. We're in, like we said, where every game matters. Yeah. It's just over this shit. I just want, just, I want to go sit in Cleveland and, you know, watch the Browns this year, you know, go down to the, go down to Cincinnati for the Bengals Browns game. I just, yeah, I just got my fucking Bengals van. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to have anywhere to drive it. Right. So, yeah, it, you know, and, and it, we actually had somebody at work wanted us to, he listens to the podcast and he wanted us to answer this question. He said, what do we think about the, the, Hall of Fame game getting canceled. What does that mean? 
the Hall of Fame game sucks. Yeah, um, but he but, made a good point when he told me, you know, the next preseason game is just a week later. Yeah, that is concerning, but I think – I think they're just trying to get as many less – because we're going to go down to, what, three next year? Yeah, and I think they're talking about shortening shortening it even this year. All you need is two. And my point with it, my thing with it is like, well, you're going to have a bunch of players playing that you, nobody wants to watch anyway. Yeah, and, and we don't need Pittsburgh and Ohio any more than necessary. You know what I mean? They were supposed to come anyway. I I watch the Hall of Fame game every year because it's like the first I, I, start like of football. That that that's like but, the the season starter. But that's yeah, but it's like a fifth preseason yeah. game for both of those. Like, yeah, teams no too. no starters play and no. But I enjoy play. being so deep into the sports the way that we are. I enjoy watching guys try and make the team. Well, and and you like that because the Browns are usually so bad. You're like, any of these dudes can make it. (laughs) (laughs) I got to watch these four-string guys. He might fucking start. I just, you know, watching that unrestricted free agent make the team is is just cool It is fun. It is fun. Not watching the game-wise, I'm okay with it, but my concern is that's at the beginning of August, and – we're already that concerned and we have, right. what 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 is that extra week going to buy you right well and for for an organization that went on with the draft went on with just everything right but know, does that have anything to do with Mike DeWine the governor of Ohio cuz i think he had a hand in that he said all all i heard him say and you know i'm not a fan of the Your guy buddy. But, <laughs> but all i heard him say was that we're not going to be able to pack 50,000 people there Okay, Inside. so I thought he had a hand in it being canceled. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but I. So he not watching. Did it. motherfucker. <laughs> God damn, dude, we went fucking off the rails this time. <laughs> 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 fucking Mike, but I mean, not watching the game kind of sucks because it is like the kickoff to football season. It's not gonna break my heart, but I just hope that whatever that sacrifice they made is worth it, and that gives them time to focus on. Get you know getting a plan together. I, it's tough though with so much travel. I mean, yeah, you know, like like the Browns and the Bengals are about to play. You can handle that, all right. We're gonna test all of our players. We're gonna test the bus drivers. We're gonna test the coaches. We'll stick them on buses. We'll drive them three hours to Cleveland. Right. Done. Right. But what about, you know, the Bengals go into Seattle or like I, I I'm not even going based off the real schedule, but somewhere where you can't just drive right. all you of your fly. equipment, all yeah. of your shit. Yep. All, you know, you have to fly. That's when it gets iffy. What are the, do they do? They rent private planes and fly into private airports. Right. You know, there's the NFL has the money for it. Yeah. Um. So I, it's the the contingency plans are are looking good in the NFL because they're going to expand practice squads. They're going to expand um, everyday rosters, I believe. And, and you um, know, the one of the big things too was they were talking about you know say, you know, there's a drop in revenue that the salary cap could drop next year, which would suck. And they're going to get some money because they were talking about if there are fans, they're going to block off the rows of the seats closest to the bench. Well, I heard that that's already done. Yeah. I heard that that was passed that yeah, the closest yeah, done. ones yeah, are going to be I don't like, know how covered many... with like stations and sponsors and sponsorships to get money. And, and shit like that. Yeah, Because if they do have fans, they're not going to want them sitting that close Honestly, to your best – let's face it. We love going down for the atmosphere. We love going to the game. But with what's going on, the best seat in the house might be right there at your TV screen. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I like – I haven't gone to – well, I've been to like one Bengals game the last couple of years because I was real frustrated with them. But 
It's hard to beat it at the house, dude. I got, you know, fucking three, four yeah, TVs with going with Sunday and, Ticket. Yeah. I'm watching Red Zone. I got the Bengals here. They go to commercial. I can just fucking turn my head slightly to the other TV. Yeah, and see I what's usually going go on. with the AFC North. Yeah, yeah, like North to watch the division. Up. So, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I wanted to go to Joe Burrow's first start. Yeah, I understand that. You're not going to, though. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. But I got this fucking orange van with black stripes and Bengal stickers and all this shit for this year, and I'm not even going to get to use it. Yeah. I'm driving it to your house on Sundays when we no watch football. Way, That's what oh, I'm doing. I'm bringing it. If you, you might find eggs on it. It needs driven, man. You got to keep that engine fresh. But, uh, you know, so just looking forward to it, man. The start of sports is right back up. That's why we wanted to jump in here. We were, we're happy as hell. Well, one, we're on vacation, and, and two, we're fucking – you're uh, on vacation, motherfucker. I got to work Mondays. Well, you'll be on vacation in, in, in a day or two. <laughs> uh, you know, but sports is back. You know, how far will it go? Hopefully through the whole thing. You know, that, that's all That's all we can hope for. But uh, officially, sports is back come July, and we couldn't be more excited. And the NBA is going to set a lot for the NFL, I think. If the NBA is able to, to do this and successfully get through it by the time football is supposed to start, I think that – we live in such a copycat world that Roger Goodell's gonna be like, "All right, we're good." Right? No, I I think that too. That's what we need right now. That's what we need. We need to be. We need. We need to be arguing sports. Yeah, not fucking politics, dude. I'm fucking <laughs> so sick of fucking. I cut my Facebook like off. Like I deleted the app for a while, and it was like a good mental health. Yeah, break. I'm ready to go on vacation and kind of get away from everything. So if we won't be. I'm uh, getting my fucking mullet sculpted Sunday. I got a goddamn fanny pack, <laughs> and I got, like, some fucking swim trunks that are just a little too short. I can't oh. wait to embarrass everybody. That sounds awful. The, yeah, that sounds dude, terrible, actually. Everybody's going to get a little peek at these creamy thighs. <laughs> so we'll be back. Um, Shit, I don't know. A few, few, <laughs> few Thursdays from now. The Thursday after July 11th is when we'll be back, so. Yeah, so uh, mate, thanks everybody for tuning in. Like I said, sorry we weren't here Thursday. I had to get a fucking Q-tip shoved in my nose. Um, I do not have a corona. I did test positive for a badass mullet. But <laughs> other than that, I am healthy and doing well. So um, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, let us know, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the places that you can follow us, what you guys think of this episode, what you guys think of the restart plans for these leagues, um, what you think is coming And up don't forget, UFC. guys, it was early. I know I – had a few mind bobbles. Yeah, I did too. Tyrone Woodley and those cats. <laughs> I haven't been up at 8 a.m. on a Saturday in a while. so um, We wanted to give this to you guys. We felt like this is what we needed to do, kind of our job here, because we ain't been on in a week or two. So. Yeah, and this, and this Thursday we probably won't be because I'm going to be doing like fucking backflips on a jet ski or something. So thank Same. you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back with you as soon as we get back from the great state of Florida. Thanks for tuning in. Locker Room Talk Uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.